I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Radio. It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Betwixt the pair of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. Ah, you knuckleheads. But what you should know by now, you want to get involved with this program anytime here on a Friday. We'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions, and, of course, your prediction tweets at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. Emotsy, what up? No. Man, it's Friday. You know what time it is, man. Are we vibing? Come on, man. Never a complaint. I don't work hard on Fridays. I really don't consider what I do to be work. But, I'm with you on that. But for certain on Fridays, you definitely would never mistake anything that we do for work. So, yeah, man, I am living the good life, man. It's I been t- an amazing morning, dude. Everything's good. It man. has been. It's a nice, it's a, It's one of those nice fall mornings. It's, it's yeah. good hoodie weather today. Come like it's, on, it's not too cold yet, but yeah. it's just a nice crispness in the air. Mm-hmm. Feels like football. Feels like the holidays are right around the corner. Yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't work hard on Mondays. We don't work hard on Fridays. I guess you could figure out. Is there a day that we the, work hard? In the middle of the I week. I want to say, because, you know, I, I definitely don't work hard on the most host Wednesday. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think we ever work hard, man. So, other than that, baby, enjoying the fact that it Ooh. is Friday. Yeah, absolutely. And we get a, fr- uh, a primetime game this weekend, man. So Can't wait. For those that are used to waking up a little bit early to come down there for the uh, shenanigans, now you don't have to worry about that. You get to sleep in. You know, so I'm definitely enjoying that, man. And uh, we're also healthy. 
How about that? Injury report brought a big smile to my face, man. How about that? Like a massive smile. I was like, oh, yeah, don't say it. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Tell you, man, like that was a vibe right there. So, man, just getting that information as well, you know, just kind of adds to that that good feeling. Yeah, let's go with the good news here to start. And you know what? The way I kind of set that up maybe made it seem like there's some bad news, too. I don't. I thought it was going to church. Let me tell you about the good news. <laughs> Spread the good news from the good book. Spread the good wow. news. The good word. You know? Here on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Injury report for the Steelers from yesterday's practice. Talk to me nicely, Wes. Talk to me nicely. And, uh, again, for, for those that are, that are unaware, um, Thursday is that key indicator day. If guys don't practice on Thursday – there's a good chance they're not going to play on Sunday. Especially if they're young. Especially if they're young. If guys do practice on Thursday, that's a good indicator that they're going to be available on Sunday, particularly if they practice in a full capacity on Thursdays. Especially if they're young. Especially if they're young. Now, there's exceptions to that, obviously. There certainly is. And certain guys are limited on Thursdays, right? And that leaves things a little up in the air for Sunday. They're young, but super productive. (laughs) But that's kind of like your blanket baseline. Correct. Full practice on Thursday, good thing. Especially when you're young. DNP on Thursday, not so good. Especially when you're young. Neeked so good. Neeked so good. So with that in mind, the good news, the good news, the good news is Kenny Pickett was a full practice participant on Wednesday and Thursday. He was cleared from concussion protocol today. Sounds like all systems go. Absolutely. Pat, Pat, Fr- hold on. Yeah, let me, let me run through. I'll run through these. Real yeah, quick. run through yeah, those okay. real quick and then we'll address. Pat Fryermuth, full on Wednesday, full on Thursday, cleared from concussion protocol today. Sounds like he's full go for Sunday. Pat Shiesty, you know what time he on. And Let's get it. Same for Levi Wallace. All three of those guys dealing with concussions. Full practice Wednesday, full practice Thursday, cleared today. Good news, good news, good news. Now, we've obviously talked a lot about the secondary, right? You want some good news there. Cam Sutton, he was limited on Wednesday, a limited practice participant, but was full yesterday. Akella Witherspoon, limited participant on Wednesday, full participant yesterday. Minka Fitzpatrick, limited on Wednesday, full participant on Thursday. Miles Jack, I know he's not a defensive back, but still limited on Wednesday, full participant on Friday. All those things absolutely trending in the mm-hmm. right direction. The one negative of that is it looks like James Pierre picked up a knock in practice. He went from not being listed with an injury on Wednesday to being listed as limited on Thursday. Hopefully that was a precautionary thing, just a little ding, and he's all right going forward. But a lot of good news there across the defense. Chris Wormley as well, too, goes from limited Wednesday to full participant Thursday. Ogan Joby goes from no practice Wednesday to full participant on Thursday. Motsi, things are looking up. You did leave out one solid negative, though. I did? I don't know if you mentioned his name. Cam? No. No, because that was coach. He, he it, was just it, a no, rest. No, no. B- big return game. Oh, Steven Sims. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Not yeah. great there. Yeah. Not great there. Good news elsewhere. Uh, Mason Cole and James Daniels return as full participants mm-hmm. as well. Everywhere else, Awesome news. But Steven Steven's Sims, the one. that one's a bummer because he didn't practice Wednesday. Yeah. He didn't practice yesterday, which yeah. I don't know, um, means we actually probably had him, not good for Sunday. I was going to say, we had him as a guest on the uh, on my podcast yesterday. And, yeah, that was one of the things he was saying that he actually did end up tweaking it a little bit more. So he's kind of more day-to-day right now. So, okay. yeah, we will see with that, though, man. But other than that, everything else looks really good. When you looks talk great. about the health element of the back end. You got to love know, it. Especially this week, understanding the challenge that we're going to be facing. And obviously, I'll talk about those when we get to five-star mm. Friday. But across the board, man, you want these guys healthy. And more importantly, it was good to see that Kenny Pickett was cleared from the concussion protocol and that he will be um, 
able to be in stadium at full capacity. We obviously knew that he was able to practice at full capacity. But um, I did want to just kind of address some of the stuff that, you know, does surround Kenny with this concussion thing. And I know people have brought up, well, man, he'll be the only one to get cleared that fast. Or these guys over here didn't get cleared and all this other information and stuff like that. What you do have to realize is what Coach Tomlin said on Tuesday in terms of the best concussion specialists and doctors in the world being right here in Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. that is very much factual. That is not a matter of opinion. That is not something that he just says tongue-in-cheek. And I can confirm it as well because when I was in California and, you know, we were working on the total body and wellness, you know, we had a whole CTE concussion brain evaluation study going on while we were out there. And guess who are the leaders in the world? Pittsburgh. Oh, not just Pittsburgh, but how about a Dr. Maroon, okay, Mm -hmm. who is – a part of this part of squad, the staff, yep. part of UPMC as well. Yep. And when you talk about some of the stuff that they've been doing, when you say, when you hear Coach Tomlin talk about how he trusts their opinion, their judgment, that is something that we all should understand and not look to what the Joneses are doing because Miami, we saw what their staff, in terms of doctor, independent neurologists, can handle things or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you talk about skill level. Everybody could talk on the mic. Not everybody can do it the way that we do it, though, right? Oh. A certain level of professional. Not taking a shot, but just context. No, it's true. Just context, Some right? Some people, you turn on the microphone, and, they, and they, they, they'd clam up. They'd freeze up. Yeah, so when I think of that, it's like, man, similar context, man. Not all doctors are created equal. And we in Pittsburgh happen to have the best of the best. So with that, when you talk about trusting their judgment, trusting their evaluations of Kenny – it does hold a lot more ground. It does mean a lot more. So don't get caught up in the scary narrative of, man, all these other guys weren't able to come back. Right, right. How is he able to come back? Or this notion of, well, it was just a mild concussion. He could come back from that. Newsflash, there's no such thing as a mild concussion. There's no such thing as there's being either, a little pregnant, right? There's either, either a concussion pre- or it is not a concussion. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. It is that simple. So don't fall for that either. Oh, well, I didn't see him stumbling like Tua. He can't be concussed. No, that is not how it works, okay? It's either you're concussed or you're not. Very similar to what you said with the pregnancy analogy. You're either pregnant or you're not. It is that No simple. one's ever been a little pregnant. Absolutely. So with that being the context, trust in the medical staff. Not saying trust in the medical staff globally. I ain't saying that. But in, Pittsburgh, here in Pittsburgh, but here in Pittsburgh specifically, you can hang your hat on them and the failsafe as well. Because I know Mike McDaniel's kind of uh, come under came under fire with the whole tool handling situation, but you have to realize it's not his responsibility to go above and beyond to either agree or disagree with medical staff. That is above and beyond. That is not his job requirement. Coach Tomlin. On the other hand, we heard the stories about how he handled Ryan Clark's situation where the doctors did approve him, but he simply said, I'm going to go above and beyond and say, no, I don't even want to chance it. That is not his requirement. But as an addition to why you should also feel comfort in this scenario is knowing that you have a coach that is willing to go above and beyond in terms of making sure that his players are safe. Not just verbally saying it, but his actions have confirmed it before. So when we're talking about Kenny starting this weekend when you talk about hearing kenny practice this weekend clearing concussion protocol and everything like that understand it's a lot that has went into it but this is a very trusted organization when it comes to their players health and safety regardless of if it is ruled okay to do it or not we have that extra layer so to speak here in pittsburgh with coach thomas so that's another reason why for me it's like man i'm not overly 
you know, cautious or nervous about it because sure, sure. I trust in this staff. I trust in this medical team here. And that is something that I definitely wanted us to just kind of put out there because we know how it goes at times. It's like, man, we're going to look for anything negative, anything to poke a straw. And it's like, oh, all right, well, hey, man, th- this guy came back too fast. Oh, this has got to be terrible, man. Let's let's start going here negative. It's like, no, everything doesn't have to be negative. Everything doesn't have to be a story. Everything doesn't have to be overly sensational. Sometimes you just trust in the de- inf- information. Mm-hmm. It's that simple, man. Trust in the experts. Trust in the experts. And we got unless you're an expert. Just to, <laughs> I don't know too many well, concussion experts. Everyone's an expert on the microphone talking sports. Not you and I. Well. I don't know. That. I'm so, not a concussion expert. Okay. Just you check. know what though? I bet you if we uh, solicited on Twitter, we'd find a couple. Yeah, I'm sure we would. You can find. You know what's amazing about Twitter? You can find the same person. They can be an expert on concussions, mm-hmm. on offensive and defensive breakdowns. Yep. On uh on uh civics and politics. Look, 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 they'll know more than a person that's been doing it for 15 years professionally at the highest level. On on law, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they know law. They know concussions and science. They know X's and O's they'll breakdowns. They'll look at you and tell you, hey. They know government hey, and politics. Hey, because I write articles weekly, that means that I'm an expert. Even though I haven't went to school for this, even though I have not done this consistently at a high level professionally, I still got this. I'm with you, man. Not Concussion. taking a shot, just saying. Well, Context. Hey, as Lizzo might say, Truth hurts. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. There is that's a, that's a very good balance that you just struck there. There's no such thing as being a little concussed. Because that's the, that, I saw that. Oh, he, he wasn't even yeah, as concussed. He was a little concussed. Man, it was mild. Just Bro, a little what? Concussed. What does that mean? It's not a sprained ankle. <laughs> like <all right>? what? <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> okay, when your brain shakes and moves a little bit too much, that's how concussions occur. It's no mild version of that. No, 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 no. It's either you are concussed or you are not. Correct. Correct. So that's simple, baby. And uh, unless you're a little, pre- are you a little pregnant, Wes? I ain't a little pregnant. It <laughs> <laughs> would be a little pregnant. He's like, yo, you a little pregnant? You're a little, like, I'm just a little pregnant. Say, hey, I'll hey, let you know next week how pregnant I am. You kind of showing, but you kind of not. I'm just kind of curious. That's not how you supposed to say it, right? You kind of showing, you kind of not. Are you kind of pregnant? Like you never know. <laughs> you never know. I'm a little pregnant I'm today. Little Check pregnant. back in a couple like, days. What? I'll let you know. No, how I do. bro, you pregnant? I let you. I let you know how I do. Come and, on, uh, man. In uh, in the protocol, in the pregnancy protocol, dude. <laughs> the pregnancy protocol. That's what we going out. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, you're you're right. And so so you can say that. You can say, hey, there's no such thing as a little concussion, as a minor concussion. Don't downplay this. While at the same time, the other side of that is, if you're gonna have a concussion, I mean. If you have to have one, probably the best place to be so if you have one is right here in Pittsburgh. There's a reason why um, athletes from across the world, not just— I say not in the U.S. Not just other United States sports in in the the world— um, soccer players from around the world who you talk who, about who X game people, you talk X about games the, uh, people who come the to Pittsburgh. Yep. Any of the um, yeah, what do you like winter winter Olympic winter, types that yeah. winter sports? Like, absolutely, what used to be labeled as extreme Correct. sports. Yes, yeah, because obviously we know the concussions get pretty active with that sport yeah. as well. Uh, that's a, yes. that's a t- you're falling yes. a lot as you're wearing your helmet. At least you better be wearing your helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Pittsburgh, that is uh, that is part of of what we do very well here in this city, certainly. And there's there's a long history of of like we said outsiders, and both insiders. I mean, you know, the, the Sidney Crosby thing. Yeah, it was about a decade ago, but everybody still remembers that. Um, UPMC has a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of uh, experience in this regard, as do the Steelers staff and some crossover there, as Motsi said. I mean, so, we are very fortunate here in Pittsburgh, man. When you talk about just our medical element, whether it's yeah. adults, cancer research, children's, like we're very fortunate here, man. Very fortunate. 
I mean, not only do we have the best radio hosts in the business, we hey also now. got the best medical care in the business. And I mean, got what the best more could you ask for? In the business as hey well. now. Although I am wearing a hat today, but the people at home, they can't see that because this is radio. Hey, 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 you can't have them locks. I see them curling out the back. Let's go. <laughs> you a wild boy. You a wild boy. So good news as it relates to the Steelers. Yeah, not not great with James Pierre, not great with Steven Sims, but man, a, a lot of reinforcements seemingly happening in yeah. the secondary there. Kenny, Pat Fryermuth, both clearing concussion say, protocol if, if as well. If we had to trade a James Pierre's health for uh, Akello, Levi, and Cam Sutton, sacrifices Minka. must be made, you know? It's one of them things where it's like, hey, man, we lost the battle, but we're about to win the war. Okay. Right? It's one okay. of them situations. I love it. <laughs> and the war is happening Sunday night in primetime down there in Miami. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Friday, good. fellas. I'm telling y'all, y'all know what time it is. It's, it's a good thing, too, Mozi. That uh, that it's Sunday night primetime down there in Miami because it's supposed to be a hot one this weekend. Yes, and you know that's one of the advantages that Miami typically has. Did you see that against Minnesota last week? Oh, absolutely. I saw it against Buffalo as well, man. 30-degree difference. Yeah, that's how it was um, when Buffalo played down there earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it became more so the war of attrition because the Bills, like you said, they're in the sun the whole time and they are clearly getting dehydrated. And that becomes more of an issue than anything that the Dolphins are doing. So, that's why the whole time we talked about them being 3 no context matters. You played in Miami in September, that is a competitive advantage. Yes. The same way coming to Pittsburgh in January is an advantage. Right, right. Playing in Miami in September, trust me from personal experiences, it will yes, have you, you were questioning. In that, you were in that division. <laughs> it will have you questioning, do you really love this game? And how bad do you really want to win? Okay. Do you really love Because they're, they're, they're standing is, 120 degrees for four hours? Hey, hey, and you running and you looking over there and they're in the shade, shade. White unis, and you and your dark joints. You like, bro, why they got us in the home dark and we in the sun oh, the they, whole time? They really did this, huh? Bro, and, they, and <laughs> you, 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 your training staff would try to have little shade tents to hold up. It doesn't work. Nah, nah it doesn't work. It yeah, does man. not. Because it's, it's also hotter on the ground in those absolutely. stadiums than just the thermometer set. Oh, my god! You got gosh. heat radiating you off, off the, the turf. Ground. Yeah. You're in all that equipment as well, mm-hmm. too. You got and all those your body's bu- not acclimated to it. You your body is used yeah. to northern culture northern mm-hmm. temperature is very different it's like uh it's like when you you escape pittsburgh in the middle of february to mm-hmm. go down to florida you get that you get that pasty skin down mm-hmm. there in the sun now just imagine that if you're trying to run around for four hours and uh, yeah wearing 20 pounds worth of equipment and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no fun so good news for the steelers in that regard they did uh catch a break in that regard that it's a sunday night game in prime time first time pr- for the steelers pr- 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 prime time on a sunday in prime time this year of course they did have that thursday night game in cleveland against them brands. Motsi, not only for the Steelers, but it sounds like for Miami, too. Uh, reinforcements, particularly in the in the quarterback department as well, too, um, where it looks like Tua Tagovailoa is going to be good to go. We got Kenny versus Tua. We've got an electric Dolphins offense against the Steelers defense that is, is certainly doing their part. They haven't maybe, you know, been the, the unit that we saw with TJ Watt week one in Cincinnati, but they have absolutely done their part. I mean, they held Tampa to just 18 points last weekend. Am I fair to say, I was thinking about this, I was talking about this a little bit with Wolf as well too, is the area that the Steelers can get after the Dolphins, at least on paper, right, 
does it feel like the offensive line is is maybe the area where the Steelers have to take advantage? Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, the interior of that offensive line. I know you'll get to some of this in Five Star Friday, so I'm not asking you to give away too much here. But I'm looking at the Dolphins roster, and there's not a ton of weaknesses, right? Particularly whenever Tua is under center. They've got a good defensive front. They've got uh, some. That, that depends on how you view Tua. Oh, I just wanted to throw it out there. Well, so so does it does it does it start with maybe pressure on the interior of that offensive line that translates to to the outside and that makes things difficult for Tua in his first game no, back here in I a couple he, weeks? I think you're overthinking this thing, man. Believe your eyes. Hmm. The same way, if you look and you watch Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you don't question if they're good because you see the productivity consistently, right? When you watch this offensive line, they get beat consistently. Now. They are bad up front, but it's context, right? They have had injuries, especially at the tack position. Uh, Austin Jackson, he was on IR after five snaps, I believe, was in the first game. He's a former first-round draft pick, supposed to be in their starting tackle this year. Talking Terran Armstead, he was starting for the first five games. Then he got hurt, missed the last one, and now they're trying to see if he can make it back this week. So they've been forced to play a guy named Greg Little, who is more of a swing tackle, but they use him as a starter when one of those guys are down. So it's just so happened that he's had to start at both right and left. But he is the quote-unquote duck, sort of speak, in this scenario, and he's been the one that's a lot, a lot of pressure. So when you're talking about attacking them, absolutely, that's the way to go. But this offense is different in the sense of they're explosive but they are average and explosive in the same context so i'll break it down in the sense of this buffalo bills kansas city chiefs they're not average they're explosive and can 10 12 play drive you right we can see both of those teams 12 play 90 yard touchdown drive they can do it consistently but they can also do what one play 98 yards Mm -hmm. one play 70 yards Right, right right When you're talking about the Dolphins offense, they have the quick strike ability of a 70-yarder, of a 60-yarder, of a housework, but they do not have the consistency to go 10, 12-play drives. We talk about how they generate splash. Sometimes it is fluky, but it is always forced. Hmm. A lot of play-action pass, but they're going to intentionally force-feed Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. So it becomes a a war of attrition in the sense that they're not putting 40 up on people. Nah, nah. They hang around, field goal here, field goal there, might get a touchdown early on. And then that one time when you miss a tackle Ooh, on fourth yeah. and seven, hello, New England Patriots. Ooh, now you got Jalen yeah. Waddle sprinting free for 30-plus yards touchdown. The one time that you don't tackle the catch on third and 22, hello, Baltimore Ravens. Now you got Tyree Kill, if I remember correctly, splitting the defense, scoring touchdowns. Those are the things that make this Dolphins offense scary. Hmm. They will either throw it to these guys on a three-yard route and allow them to just make a guy miss and pick up 15. Saw that last week against Minnesota. What up, Tyreek Hill? But also, we could see them legitimately take shots deep. And that's what they do with those guys. But they're going to make sure that they get opportunities, whether it's over routes, verticals, corners, or they're going to do it in the sense of, okay, you're going to play zone to protect up top, all right, fine. We'll just take this three yard. Take this three yard. Take this three yard and make that corner miss. And Tyreek and Jalen have done a good job of consistently making guys miss this year. Maybe one out of five, they're going to break a tackle. One out of four, they're uh-huh. going to break a tackle. So and, now instead of it being a four yard gain, it's fifteen. Exactly. And when you look at both of those guys' yardage on the season, Tyreek Hill leads the league in receiving yards, seven hundred plus receiving yards. Right? Guess who's number five in the league? 
Jalen Waddle with 527 receiving yards. And they've done that with a a lot of different backup quarterbacks Uh over the last few weeks. Because regardless of quarterback, they stay true to their system. Hmm. So it doesn't matter if it was Teddy Two Gloves. It doesn't matter if it was Skylar Thompson or Tua. They all run that offense the exact same way. And when you watch Teddy Bridgewater come in in the second half uh, specifically versus uh, Minnesota, you're watching and you're like, bro, this offense don't look too much different than Tua. Born, born, born. Oh, Jalen Waddle makes a guy miss. Born, born, born. Oh, Tyreek takes a three-yard pass and goes 20. Oh, born, born, born. Oh, shot play. What the heck is going on here? Boring, boring, That's, boring. Oh, there's Mike Gusecki trying to do the gritty. Li- literally, that is their offense, man. So it's not that you should feel like over-the-top confident because it's one of those things where the assignment is simple. The execution is a difficult part. The assignment mm. is very simple in terms of what they're going to be tasked to do. Mm. You got to tackle the catch, keep a lid on the defense. Now, can you do that for four quarters versus Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle? That's what we need to be seeing. Because no different when you play defense, right? You can have 100 good snaps or play 100 plays, right? 99 good snaps, you have one bad snap. What happens, Wes? It's touchdown. Yep. They'll catch you sleeping. You better not be sleeping because they'll catch you. And is that type of dynamic to me when you're talking about Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle? They're going to, you know. Put it out there a ton of times. You tackle it a ton of times. But the one time you don't, that's when it hits you. That's when it can kill you. So as long as we button up there, man, I do feel really good about us defensively in this matchup. Yeah, and the good news there again, right, is that the Calvary's coming in the secondary. Absolutely, man. The guys who filled in last week did an admirable job, certainly, against Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Godwin. There's there's talent there on that Bucs offense without a doubt. There's not the speed and the shiftiness and the twitch, though, that the Miami the offense has. So you're right. Uh, tackling in the secondary feels like a, a huge storyline for the Steelers to keep an eye on early and often. What could be more of those storylines? We'll get to those with Professor Motes in just a minute. Keep those tweets rolling in here at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. That's where you get at us on a, on a Friday to get those predictions in. We have got. Oh, about a dozen so far here. You guys are always on a, your... Is it a baker's dozen or a dirty dozen? It's not a baker's dozen. So it's the dirty right? dozen? We don't, we don't like baker around here. Oh, I ain't... Uh, not that type of baker. I'm talking like donuts baker. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, the only yeah. baker I acknowledge. Right. Speaking of which, yeah. I was told... A little birdie told me... Oh, what's up? There's Panera in the kitchen. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, I'm just, oh, hey. I'm just y'all, saying. I'm y'all, just getting, saying. Y'all, getting, y'all getting real fancy around here all of a sudden, man. Now, see, you and I have t- we, We've talked about this a little bit on the, on the air before. How... Man... You know, until we moved into these new studios and, uh-huh. uh, back in January, and honestly, even until like a couple months ago, yeah, really until like it late summer, yeah. like August, August, September. We won't get it like this. We had free reign for about two years from the pandemic into oh, yeah. the new building. It was nobody here. We, 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 we just running around. We'd have like pillow see, fights. We'd, <laughs> we'd have pajama day on Thursdays. We'd have bring your son to work day on Mondays. <laughs> We'd see Stan Saffron every once in a while. We'd see Mark Madden every once in a while. We were always bumping into Mark in here, That was man. about it. I mean, that we was... We were bumping into Mark, have a casual conversation. That, yep. was, that, was, that was about it. Um, now it's quite the opposite. Everybody's back. And, you know, that we got to be a little more buttoned up, maybe. We don't have all of our space and get left alone like we used to. But the good side of all that is uh, the food's back. Yes, the food is back. I mean, there's back. Panera out there all the time. There's pizza out there all the time. We just need to get back to when Mozi and I first started doing the show. Every mm. Friday, Taco Bell would show up to the studios. Ah, do you remember that? I do. With like racks yes. of tacos yes. and, and Baja had, Blast. And they actually had all the sauce. They had sauce as Ices, well. They had I remember the sauce. That. Oh, it was it was fire. It was fire. It was not great for my waistline. Mm. But I love me some Taco Bell. Love me some taco. <laughs> and uh, so yes, we are back here. 
in the studios. Everything's going on. It's mid-October. It's getting to crunch time in the NFL season. The weather's starting to change. But one thing that remains the same is Professor Motes laying it down with the five matchups that you better keep an eye on because whoever wins more of these is most likely going to have success on Sunday night. When we come back, it'll be a little five-star Friday. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Professor Motes will break it down for us when we return on the other side. Keep those tweets, predictions rolling in here. Having some fun on a Friday. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.